Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. You got two blocks. Bring them with you to the mat and we're starting seated. Any comfortable seated position, cross legs if you got it. Otherwise, anything that makes you feel uh, at ease in your body. With your eyes gently closed, let your breath become the most prominent thing in your attention. You notice what it feels like to move breath in and breath out. Just stay in that space for a couple more rounds. Just noticing what it feels like to breathe. And you're going to take that awareness and lengthen each side of your breath. So move into a breath pattern called resonant breathing. It's where your inhale and your exhale, same length, about a five or six count in, five or six count out is a good place to start. And the mental work here is in staying connected to that rhythm. Keeping it even, keeping your attention steady. And really simple movement with that breath. We're going to shrug the shoulders on the inhale. Bring your shoulders up to your ears as far as they'll go. Then when you exhale, let them slowly drop back down and even further down than they were. A couple more rounds like that. Really simple up motion on the inhale. And down on the exhale. And take three more rounds and like your attention here is on moving at the pace of your breath. Feeling complete on each side of the breath, each side of this movement, up and in, down and out. Keeping the steady rhythm, not letting it increase. One of the things as humans, as we finish the last uh, breath cycle or two, we're tempted to, to do it quickly. Here, more advanced, slower. Once you've completed the breath cycles, pause. We're going to go chin to chest and bring chin toward that notch in your collarbone. So the chin is tucked way up high. Let your head move gently side to side. Inhale, let it move to you. One shoulder, exhale, chin back towards the center of your chest. Inhale to the other side.
Next time you take your right ear towards your right shoulder, stay. You're going to take your left arm, bend it at a right angle, palm turned in front of you, like you're, you're waiting to get paid, right? And a hand heavy, like someone did put something very nice in it. And then bring it out to this side. Keep your elbow close to your rib cage, hand heavy. And sit tall at center so you're not leaning to the side. Head dropping to one side, hand heavy to the other side. And stay like this, or you can move the hand back and forth, move the arm back and forth, I should say. Taking it forward and back, as far back as you go. Chances are you might feel some stuff in here. Oh, good. Jess made the appropriate face that let me know this was effective. I'm glad you elected her all uh, the uh, the face spokesperson over there. She uh, can't take me. And that thumb back as far back as it's going to go. And then release that slowly. Bring your chin back toward collarbones, hands to your legs. And just pause. Feel the two sides of your upper back. Good chance one feels warmer than the other. Some different stuff going on there. Full breath in. Full breath out. Then you're going to take the left ear toward the left shoulder. Right hand's going to go palm up. You want to get paid. And then out to the side. Once you've got that, uh, take a moment. Lift the center of your chest. Because gravity's a real thing. Keep that lift. So a lot of abdominal work, core body support. As you've got the head real heavy, hand real heavy. You're moving the hand back and forth. Or the arm, I should say. And the more you want to get into the upper back, the more you pull the thumb back behind. I was taught this is called the hitchhiker. I don't know if anybody hitchhikes anymore. I mean, has anybody hitchhiked in a really long time? Move slow. Keep the hand at elbow level. And heavy. Heart up. Sit tall. Pull your chest up, even if you think it's already up. Try again. Then pull the arm way back. Squeeze the shoulder blade in toward the spine. Heart up, chest high. And then release slowly back to center. Chest stays high. Heart toward your face. Face toward your heart. Breathe in. And breath out. Move from your neck. The head and the neck connection right at the base of the skull. Bring the back of your head up and back to stack your head lightly at the top of your spine. Pause here. We're going to take the right ear directly towards the right shoulder. So instead of dropping the chin, you're just going to tilt the head to the side. Lift the center of your chest. Yeah. Those of you who know and love this is the night at the Roxbury stretch. Uh, you, uh, you go ahead in your head and like do that Saturday Night Live skit and have fun. Otherwise, if you don't know that one, we're going to take the Opposite elbow and press down. Just imagine that someone's pulling your elbow toward the floor. Nobody has any attention here, do they? None. You? No? Just me? No attention? <laughs> no, I know there's no attention being paid. <laughs> Come on back to center with the head straight up. And then again, it's gonna it's important how we get there. So it's just that. Gonna drop to the side, and then uh, that opposite elbow gets heavy, and uh, 
If you were too young to remember SNL Night at the Roxbury, I'm sorry for you, but just go type it into like Google and let YouTube come up. And I see some elder millennials and Gen Xers in here who know exactly what is love. Okay, I won't, I won't start, but the goofiness is coming. Back to center, the head stack at the top of the spine, breath in. When you breathe out, we're just going to bow straight forward. So if you're cross-legged, you're just going to come forward over the cross-legs. If you're on your knees, you can just bow into a child's pose. You're just going to let the upper body that's been working to hold you up, all that lifting of the chest, just let that release. So just nice softness in the upper body. Breathe into your upper back. The softness in your upper body would be bending your arms, elbows bent, back soft, neck soft, face soft. Breathe in. Breathe out. And wherever you are with this, you're just going to walk your hands over to the right. So if you're in a child's pose, great. And if you're in the cross-legged full, great. We're just walking into the right. Breathe here. And then we're going to walk back to center to the other side. Are we getting into the hiking spots now? Oh, good. Excellent. Good. Yeah. And on your next inhale, undo it. Come on back to center. We're going to sit up tall. If you've got the cross legs, we're just going to uncross, recross other side. Lift tall, bow forward. So we're at center this time, and you're breathing and getting upper body soft. So find a way to let your elbows bend, the upper back loosen up by dropping your head. Yeah, really good. Let your hands soften, fingers soften. Right. The hands so expressive, they'll tell the rest of your body how you're feeling. The hands get tense. That's our message to the, the rest of us. So speak with your hands. Like this is not an emergency, not a crisis. If you find yourself too deeply in this to breathe, just walk out of it a little bit. Stay at a point where breathing is easy. The rest of life is complicated enough. Walk your hands then over to the left side. Just can breathe here. If you're feeling that tightness is in any of these areas, that's just like feedback that you're in the right place. This is like you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing to address whatever's there. Back to center and across the other side and breathe. And just recognizing that tightness is different than pain in a joint or pain in an injured area. If you're finding those things, right, then that's a sign that your body wants you to change something. And To discern between those two, if you're in a 
spot that's muscularly tight, it'll be a, a longer, more even feel, even if it's kind of deep and pretty tight, you'll be able to breathe. If it's in a joint space, it'll be really condensed, right? We don't need any of those sensations, none of those acute, sharp things. Come on back to center. And again, we'll sit up tall. Take a moment here with an inhale, shrug your shoulders up. With an exhale, open your mouth, let it out, and let them down. Really good. Made it through the first part. Let's come over to hands and knees. Hands and knees. Take some spinal work here in the cat and cow. Press the floor away with your hands, round your spine. And then reverse it. Then we'll put that to the breath pattern. You're going to exhale, round, get all the way to the end of the breath. Pull your abdominals in. Then when you start to inhale, reverse it. Get all the way to the top of the inhale. And then reverse back into the cap. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more. We'll come back to center line, flat back. And you're going to take the side to side. So you're going to move your right shoulder towards your right hip. And then come to center. Then squeeze your left shoulder to your left hip. And come to center. Keep your face in the same spot. So don't let your head move. Just move shoulder and hip. And center. And then shoulder and hip. Squeeze one side of the body short. Other side of the body gets long. Squeeze again. So compressing rib to hip on one side. And then other side, keep your head in the same spot. Good. One more time through. That side that's getting short, go to the other side, press that long. And then last side. Good. Come on back to center. We'll work on that keeping the head in the same place next time. Sit back and walk your hands as far forward as they go. So we're in a child's pose with arms extended. Extended child's pose. Uh, creatively named extended child's pose. Walk all the way till you get tips of your fingers on the foot, pad of the fingers on the floor. Lift your hands. Pull your hips way back. Breath in. And then soften your arms and just, like, just let all of that work go till you just have like noodle arms. Your breath in and breath out. I'm going to walk the hands over to the right and you're going to let your chest go over to the right and let the whole thing come over here. So now we actually are moving the head and the, and the arms and everything. You've got the same idea. Walk the fingers out to pads of the fingers. Pull the pads of the fingers into the mat or to the floor. Sit your hips back and over toward the left. Breathe in. Then you're just going to soften the arms. Let the upper body soften over the leg. Undo it. Come on back to center and across to the other side. Walk your hands as far out of the diagonal as you can go. So the whole body has come over to the left. And then you're going to sit your hips toward your heels. Pads of the fingers pull the floor. Breathe in. 
Breathe out. Come back to center. We're going to drop to hands and knees again. And you take your right leg back behind you onto the toes and then the ball of the foot. Press your heel back. So you can press your hands down forward, heel toward the back wall, stretch for the calf. Adjust as needed with your hands. If you need to move a little forward, do. Squeeze the leg tight. Then bend the knee. Keep pressing the ball of the foot into the floor. Then straighten the knee. Do that twice more. You're going to bend. And then straighten really tight. Press the heel back. Bend. Rest the heel back. Straighten the leg. And then bend the knee in. Pause here. Hands and knees. Feel the two legs, particularly calves and the feet. And then left leg back. Tighten the left leg. Press the heel back. Real tight and straighten the leg. Press the floor away with your hands. Bend the knee and straighten, bend, inhale, straighten, bend slow with the exhale, tighten straight, inhale, and then bring the knee down and in. Press into your hands and your left foot, right leg's going back behind you, we're going to then make some circles of this. So the legs can come down, out, and back. So moving the leg in circle one direction. Three of those. Then circle the other direction. Depending on how you look at this, this is clockwise, this is counterclockwise, you make it that up in your own mind. Then pause with the leg up and back behind. Straighten the leg out. Reach your toes toward the back wall like you're going to like touch it. You're going to stand on it. You're going to press it away from you. And then extend your left arm forward. Bird dog pose. Breathe here. Three. And two. It's making all the bells and whistles go off. <laughs> and then exhale. Slowly release down. Hands and knees to child's pose. Yeah, that was definitely a sign that we needed to cool that down. You're all good. You're all good. Don't even worry about it because on Monday my phone went off in here. Like it's the first time my phone has rung in years, and I had forgotten that I have a. <laughs> like our phones are always off, right? Like they're never actually like on. I forgot that I have a ringtone. It's really embarrassing, <laughs> and everybody heard it because I paid for minute work who can it be now to be my ringtone <laughs> yeah, in like 2007 when that was a cool thing to do <laughs> on your inhale went up to hands and knees <laughs> press the floor away through your hands and your feet and you're going to take the left leg back and up behind right? so the inner edge of your heel toward the ceiling is uh, the way you want to think about that it then making circles in one direction. Three going one way, then other side. 
leg back to the extension. Reach your toes for the back wall. Tighten the leg. Find every muscle you can, even the ones you don't know their names. Reach the toes to the back wall. And then the opposite arm reaches for the front. Bird dog, breathe here. Squeeze hamstring, glute, calf muscles, everything on the back of your leg. Reach through the arm, squeeze muscle to bone, tighten that. And then exhale, hand and knee down. Pause here, press the floor away. Tuck your toes. We're going to shift the hips back towards child's pose. Not really sitting, but uh, just stretching the feet. And you can get more out of that if you walk your hands closer in toward you. Breath in. Breath out. Yeah, that's the sound for that. If anyone's feeling this, you are you're completely in my tribe. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Next inhale, we're going to come up to hands and knees, and you're going to step your right foot up to your right hand. Just going to give that a go. Yeah. This is some of that primal stuff. Just shift the hips back to half monkey gut. And then shift the hips forward. You're back into that lunge. Here you're going to press your hands down. Pick up the Come back. We're going to shift all the way back to child's pose. Then you'll come up to hands and knees. Look to your left hand. Step the left foot up there. We're in a low lunge. I'm just going to take time and rock back into the half monkey guard. Mm -hmm. And forward into the lunge. Press your hands into the floor. Sit back. Child's pose. Yep. A few more of those just to get some hip mobility going. Up to hands and knees. Step the right foot forward. You got a little lunge going on. Then we shift the hips back. This is called half monkey guard. Shift forward into the low lunge. Press into your hands. Pick up the foot. Shift back. Child's pose. Breathe in. Come up. Hands and knees. Left foot steps forward. Just take your time there. Then shift your hips back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Shift forward. Back, hands and knees, and child's pose. Last set through with those. Breathe in, come up. Step the foot, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out to come back to the lunge. Breathe in, step the foot back. Child's pose. Breathe in, come up, hands and knees, left steps forward, you got low lunge. The hips shift back, you got half monkey god. Shift forward, you got low lunge. Press into your hands, step back, child's pose. Rest here, three breaths, you got this. Really nicely done. That part is complete. Mobility work has been done. It's been a while since you've done anything like that. Good. Today's your day, man. Starting something new. 
Child's pose, if your head can rest on the floor or a block, let it do that. And that's part of the idea here. Let things soften in your upper body. Good. Nice. From child's pose, we're going to take a down dog. You're going to rock up to hands and knees, tuck your toes, lift your hips and slide them back. And so child's pose is just a knee drop away from here. You're welcome to go back there anytime. But we're going to work here. Spread your hands out wide so that uh, your fingers are spread. Not so wide, it hurts, but they're spread wide. And you can feel the L shape of your hand, the, the thumb and first finger, pressing into the floor. And that action is pressing down and forward, like you're plowing your hands into the sand at the beach, down and forward. And the hips move up and back. And as much as you can, you move the weight away from the hands. So, hands down and forward, slide the hips up and back, drop your heels heavy. They never need to touch your mat. If they do, cool. If they don't, also cool. If your hips, if your heels easily touch, try stepping your feet back a little bit. Give yourself some more room to get all you can out of this. Hands down and forward. Hips up and back, spine in, breathe here. One more full round of breath, inhale. And exhale. Then we're going to look forward to the hands and walk up there. Walk up to the top of your mat, taking your feet out toward the edges for a forward fold here called a ragdoll. And ragdolls, we're going to bend your knees enough that your chest and your thighs come together. For all of us, it'll be a different degree of knee bend. It'll probably be different from day to day. Press your feet down. Let the upper body rest on the legs. Wrap your arms around one another. Let your elbows get heavy toward the floor. Breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. Really good. We're going to release hands to mat and walk feet together. So your feet together might mean that the big toes touch, might mean the feet are uh, underneath your hips, but they're close, right, at the center of the mat. And you're going to roll up to standing, press your feet down, stack your spine and your head. Then we're going to take the arms up overhead, mountain poses, feet pressing, rooting to the floor. And the arms reaching, fingers reaching, just as long as you can go. Every time you get here, you're just like unbunching. You're getting every bit of your body unfurled. And then exhale, hands to heart center, samastiti. Completely different energetic posture here. The focus is on creating calm, a sense of equanimity, of evenness in your mind and your body. Your thumbs rest on the upper half of your sternum. So you can lift the heart to the hands. Right. You press your palms into one another. Another option, if it is uncomfortable, is to have the arms at the sides. You can close your eyes or have your eyes lightly set to a gaze point in front of you. The eyes are calm. They're still allowing you inner focus, 
right? to know what you're doing here, what matters. Then we're going to move into Sun Salutation A right? as a uh, preparation for things to come. Next inhale, you're going to reach up, mountain pose, extend, reach. Every time here, it's this celebration of the length of your body, getting the like, stretch out. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Then you're going to plant your hands to the mat. We're going to step back to a high plank. As you step your feet back, look forward on the floor. We're going to bend the elbows, come halfway down that low plank. Then when you inhale, upward facing dog, and do really inhale. You need the breath. Downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. Get empty. Look forward and walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold in. Press your feet down, breathe in, rise up, and reach. Every single time, elongate as much as possible. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Keep looking forward on the floor, plant your hands, Step your feet back, body taut and long. Bend your elbows, chaturanga, low push-up. Good. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Really breathe in. Breathe all the way out, down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, bow forward. Hug in. Rest your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, look forward on the floor, step back. High to low, push up, keep looking forward, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. It is hard to breathe in if you didn't breathe out. Downward facing dog, breathe and empty, get empty. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold in. Focus on the breath here. Inhale, reach up. Get long, feel your lungs spread out. Then exhale, press your breath out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, breathe out. Whatever you do, breathe out. Then breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, downward facing dog. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. One more round, sun salutation A. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach up. Exhale, fold. 
Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Yep, empty. Then breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. We're going to bring this down to child's pose. So knees down, hips to heels. Sit back, rest your head, soften your upper body, let it receive breath. And that's a skill that a lot of us, like, we just don't practice much. That idea of softening and receiving and allowing things in. Like we're busy people. We got stuff to do. Right now, right, you're doing the thing that is most important. Right? And most of our do, do, do lives right, are the reason we somehow felt we needed yoga. Right. And it's cool. We'll catch ourselves. I'll catch myself. You'll catch yourself. We're, like, we're in this together. Right. And it's good that we're here. Next breath in. Come on up to hands and knees. We're going to use this uh, as a point to get into some warrior posture. So you're going to take your right foot forward to that lunge stance we had. Then turn your back toes under and lift the leg. Remember that squeezing of the leg tightly? Then step the foot up and put it flat. When you look back at your foot, go ahead and look at your foot. Have it, uh, it's turned slightly to the diagonal. That's where we want it for warrior one. So when you look at your foot, if you remember how to tell clock time, it's pointing at about 10.30. Right? Front toes pointing at about 12 o'clock. We're going to climb the hands up to the front thigh. Right? So now I have a warrior stance. And then hands to your rib cage. Just gonna make sure that your ribs are turned toward the front of the mat so that you're facing straight ahead from your rib cage. Then arms up overhead. If that's not comfortable for your shoulders, you go cactus arms, you go W-shaped arms, you go arms down, all good. Right. Traditional warrior one. We're bending deeply in the front leg, keeping the back foot grounded. Lift your chest up. A little bit of a back bend here but you don't have to look up. You don't have to raise your eyebrows. You certainly don't have to grip your teeth or your toes. One more breath in. Sit low and reach up. When we exhale, we bring hands to heart, then to the mat. We're going to step back to the high plank. You can move to down dog, or if you want to flow through, we have that chaturanga, low plank. Breathe in, up dog. And breathe out, down dog. Excellent. We're going to come down to knees, hands and knees. Look to your left hand. Step the left foot up there. So now we have this kneeling lunge thing going on. Tuck your back toes. Squeeze the back leg tightly. Look back to that foot. Step it up and turn it slightly diagonally. It's flat to the floor. Just going to climb up to your front thigh. Take a moment, hands at your rib cage. Most of us will come up. Our rib cage will be a little diagonal. Right? So just check that yours is pointing straight ahead. Feet planted deep in the front leg. You reach your arms up. You got warrior one. Good. Breathe here. Sit low in the front leg. And for most of us, tension in the right side. We'll kind of pull the body to the side throughout. So keep that rib cage rotation in mind. Right? It's not going to stay there by itself. There is no lock and load. Sit low. Reach up. 
and then hands to heart and the mat. You could step back to down dog or we'll go to that low push-up and upward facing dog breathe in. Meeting up in downward facing dog. Good. And come down to your knees. Slight variation on that uh, step. Now you're going to look to the center of the mat. Step your right foot up at center. It's going underneath you. And it's hard to step into your own body like that. So give yourself a moment. Tuck the back toes. Lift the knee. Now when you put the foot flat, it's going uh, to point to the side. So your feet will be perpendicular to each other. This is a warrior two footprint. From here, climb up to your front thigh. Bring your hands to your rib cage and turn your rib cage all the way to the side. Good. Good. Okay. So then the twist, literally. You're going to look over your front shoulder. Yeah. But pull your rib cage to the side. So every time we try to look forward, left shoulder is going to try to follow us. Right. So this is a, a twist of the neck. Right. Make sure the uh, rib cage is staying. Sit low in the front. Right. We're going to bring hands to heart center. Find where your sternum is. Lift your sternum to your thumbs. Good. And then take your arms out, palms up. Your, your arms like in a W shape. Yeah. And those hands heavy again. So for some of us, this is going to be a good place to stay. For some of us, palms up, extend the arms long. And then we want to keep the biceps pointing upward, but we rotate the palms down. And that's called wringing your forearms. In case, in case you need to know that. I didn't make it up. Promise. And breath in. Breath out. Look to the front of your mat. Bring your hands down. We're going to step back to down dog. And then bring the knees down for child's pose. Just pause and feel your body. That's a lot going on. And so warrior two is one of those bells and whistles kind of poses. It's a little awkward. In case you felt that it was awkward, it's awkward. It is like the public speaking of yoga. It's awkward. And it's a lot of directions to be moving at once, which is why we're layering it one piece at a time. And why you as a practitioner of yoga, right, over time will develop the skills, right? But they don't come all at once. Right. And why you're continuing to pay attention and refine. Right. And like years later, you'll get a detail that you didn't have before. Right. Some of you in here, like we've been together 14 years, you're still finding new details. It's awesome. It's great. Like we're continuing to learn. Right. So if you're concerned about not picking up every little thing right now, cool. You're not supposed to. You just pick up one thing today. Next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. Just give yourself some space so that you can, at the center of the hands, bring the left foot up. Point the left toe straight ahead, tuck the back toes under, lift the back knee. Spin the back foot flat. So you've got the feet on one track, front toes pointing forward, back foot's pointing to the side. We'll again climb up to the front thigh, and this time turn the rib cage all the way to the side. We're going to pay attention to a different detail here. So you got your ribcage turned to the side. As you do, spot your front knee. Be sure it's pointing straight ahead. So it is going to try to move to the side because you're pulling your ribcage to the side. Right. So front knee, keep it pointing straight ahead. The way to do that, it's outer thigh, outer hip work. Big strengthener there, yes. Good. Keep the knee there. 
chest to the side. Turn your gaze to look forward over your front shoulder while you keep your uh, right shoulder blade pulled toward your spine. Then uh, from here, thumbs to your sternum. So hands and heart is one way to be here, uh, particularly for those with a shoulder injury. This might be the best place to be. Then we're going to bring the arms out like you're holding two trays at your sides or walk like an Egyptian if you are full-on Gen X. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, do the moves. Totally fine. Uh, or press the trays out. And then if uh, you can keep your biceps pointing straight up towards the ceiling, we're going to hit the palms down. Breathe here. Unclench your toes, unclench your teeth, but engage all the leg muscles. Outer left thigh particularly, outer left hip particularly. That knee is not going to stay pointing straight ahead by itself. Breath in. When you breathe out, look to the front of the mat, bring your hands to the floor. Step back, down dog. Knees to the mat, child's pose. And you can just let that settle in. You don't need to like laundry list that. It was just a little warrior series. Got some details. Got some good work going on in your body. There's nothing to think about. There's nothing to check in on in terms of like, did you you did it right? Everybody did it right. If you're concerned whether your neighbor did it right, they did it right. If you're concerned because yours didn't look like your neighbors, doesn't matter. Like have you like looked around the room? None of us look like each other. Right. Breathe in, breathe out. We all do that the same. It's great to be human. Next inhale. Come on up to your hands and knees. I'm going to come around to seated. Legs out in front. Right foot to the left inner thigh. Lift up and bow forward, Janu Sirsasana. Your body's bowing a little to the inside of the leg. So instead of trying to lay down on top, we're, we're actually trying to keep our spine in the place where it wants to be, which is uh, slightly to the inside of each leg. Let your head drop. Let your neck soften. Get a breath in. And a breath out. Then draw your heart forward. See if you can lengthen your body down your leg. Can you get just a little more space in that? And then release down again. Breathe in. Breathe out. This time, inhale, draw your heart forward, and you're just going to walk back up to seated. We're going to take this foot. You can plant it straight to the floor here, or you can cross the foot to the outside of the thigh. Either way is going to work. As long as you can get your foot planted, lace your hands around your shin and lift your spine in. You know, so sit as tall as you can. There's a big difference between me not doing anything. I'm not trying to round out here. This is just not doing anything. This is rounding out, not doing anything, and this is pulling up. Right? We want this spinal action to twist well. So the left arm's coming across the leg, right arm's coming behind you. Yeah, left arm across and right arm behind. Check in with your left arm. Bring your left arm across the leg. Good. Leg to arm, arm to leg. You got it. Breathe in and breathe out. Press your foot down. 
that extended leg, press that foot forward like you're standing on the front wall. Yeah. I know you have a foot out there, right? It's wild. There's so many things going so many different directions, right? Breath in and breath out. On an inhale, unwind. Come on back to center. We're going to extend right leg out. Left foot's going to come to right inner thigh. Lift up. So you're sitting really tall, then you're bowing slightly to the inside of that leg. So your rib cage will probably be over the leg. Might be on it, might not. Head drops heavy. It's not important that you be able to get down to your leg, but important that whatever range of motion you have, you're going to that kind of full capacity, right? If yours is halfway down, great. If yours is all the way down, great. Uh, flex your foot, press your heel forward, squeeze a leg. Whatever your native range of motion is, is good. Being able to put your nose on your shin, it's not a super valuable life skill. It won't even get you a job here. Like, I'm sorry. It's not one of the qualifications ever. It has more to do with genetics, bone structure, all kinds of things than hard work. The hard work is to go wherever your edge is, stay there for the benefit of relaxing and releasing tension in your muscles. Unless you want to be in Cirque du Soleil. And I'm going to break everyone's heart that we're all a little too old for that training. Next inhale, come on up to seated. And uh, left foot and cross over. It doesn't have to cross over. So if you feel this is really cumbersome, if this is really awkward, right, but inside could be less awkward. Right, but further away from you could be less awkward. Then we're going to take the right arm across. Turn again from your chest. It's so the chest turns to the side. Yeah. Whenever we're working with a twist, it's always the, the torso. The, we're going to try to get to align the arms. They're just there to help. Press the leg to the arm. Press the arm to the leg. Good. Breath in. Breath out. All the way out here. We're going to undo this. Come back to center. Bring the soles of the feet together in Baddha butterfly, cobbler's pose, whatever you want to call it. Uh, bring your heels in as close toward your, your sitting bones as yours go for the first round. For the first thing, uh, this, this tuck tight, that is Baddha Konasana. You're going to lift up. We're going to hinge forward. Right? And you can bring your hands around your feet. You have your arms out in front of you. Uh, one thing you do is press your feet into one another. can help to have your hands there to uh, keep that action going. Bow in. Again, we're letting the upper body get pretty soft. Breathing into your upper back. And on an inhale, come on up slowly. We're going to take a long butterfly so the, the feet are going to move away. right? And it's called Tarasana, star pose. 
lift up and bow forward. Uh, your, when you're bowing, your face and your feet will be bowing the same line, so the feet are about a body distance away from you, if you want to get technical. And bow in to whatever degree this gives you. And at that edge, you breathe and stay. It's usually not comfortable or it's, a, it's, a, it's an acquired taste if you're at that, that edge point. If you have acquired that taste and you want a little more, take your arms and lay them on the insides of the thighs and calves. Just let the arms provide a little weight for the legs moving to the side. Inhale, come on up to seated. Really nicely done. And bring your knees together, roll down onto your back. Uh, actually, if you have never been in this class with us before, I'll show you. are going to roll down on your back, arms at your sides. You're going to lift your hips into bridge. And uh, I'm going to not do it so that you can lie down and do it and not be looking up here. So, uh, yeah, because you want to look straight up at the ceiling in this pose. The yoga mythology that you're going to snap your neck if you don't is not true. It's not true. But it is better if you look straight up. There's a lot of mythology about, like, you're going to ruin something. Like, we're, we're not as fragile as that. Uh, but having the back of your head well aligned on the floor gives you more options. Right? And you can press feet down, arms down, back of your head down, bridge pose, sitto bandhasana start to walk your shoulder blades toward one another underneath you. See if you can maybe uh, get the arms underneath you. Get the arms underneath you. You might clasp up your hands. If you do that, you'll still keep walking the shoulder blades underneath. See how much more is there. Again, the only importance is that you find where the edge is for you. Stay there. One more breath. And then come down slowly and just rest. Let your knees come together. Bring your hands to your center line. It's called constructive rest pose. Like the name says it all, constructive rest. It's way better than constructive criticism, right? We should just like implement, like if you're ever going to like a constructive criticism, just keep constructive rest instead, right? Like if someone tries to give you constructive criticism, say like, you know what? There's a better constructive thing to do. It's Breath in, and then as you breathe out, knees into your chest. Give them a good hug, and this is a good place. Just let things get loose. I'm going to rock a little to the side. Maybe move the knees around independently of each other. I'm going to stir with the leg bones. Really nice. Good. Good. Come on back to center. You're going to take your knees out to the sides. Catch your shin bones, happy baby, or dead bug pose, depending on where you come from. Uh, so catching your shin bones, pulling the, knees out, the legs out to the sides. If you want to hold the insides of your heels, if that seems like a good option. The things you want to consider here, hips on the floor, head on the floor, everything really comfortable, like really happy. You're dropping down into the mat, getting ready to rest. Breath in, breath all the way out, 
inviting you release to Shavasana. Let your body lay out on the floor. Traditionally, we take the arms and legs out long, let the arms move away from the body, have space around each limb, space around the rib cage. If it's more comfortable for you to let your hands rest at your center line or to bring your feet back to the floor like uh, we were before, feel free to do that. Be comfortable in your low back. Be comfortable in your shoulders. Be comfortable in your own skin. A few moments of practice at that. You can continue to watch your breath. And if your mind needs something to steady it here, you can continue to breathe with that resonant breath, little count going on. But mostly we're just here to let go, to let the practice dissolve. And to be at peace for a few quiet moments. That was great, y'all. When you feel ready to come back, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. And you'll roll slowly to your right side and pause there. In the yoga philosophy, the right side of the body, representing the east, the dawn, the new experience after the Shavasana. Uh, also, if we all roll to the same side in the classroom, nobody ends up like in an awkward situation with someone else. Next inhale, you're going to come up to seated and sit any way that's comfortable for you. And the, uh, the posture is typically sukhasana, literally means sweet seat or easy seat. A moment to be just as you are, the human being on this planet with your name. The one that's been here since you first got here. Not the one with roles and responsibilities. But the being you actually are. 
We keep our eyes gently closed or half closed, just in an awareness of our inner space as we bring our hands together at heart center. A gesture of acknowledgement and remembrance. And we raise thumbs to forehead center in a gesture of appreciation of one another and the time and space we share. Thank you all so much for being here. That was awesome. Namaste. Thank you. Truly, very cool. Very cool. Really great to see you guys. You don't have to move. You don't have to move. You can stay there. Um, but have an excellent evening. Good stuff. See you soon. Bye.